This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. We have got yeah. Sandy Songube. Yes, we did have him last week as well. As he was telling us about his new book, The 10-Minute Guide to Starting a Business, Lessons Entrepreneurs Learn the Hard Way. Well, he is back today. Hi, Sandy. So welcome to The Main Switch yet again. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Lovely. So today we're going to focus on chapter two of your book and it's all about the realities of owning or running a business. Is that correct? That's correct. That's chapter two. Lovely. So my first question, Sandiso, is, is there such a thing as entrepreneurial talent? I mean, some people, some people are good at maths or academics than others, right? And you get that some people are good at sports, but regardless of working hard, you know, and I just want to know, can you see at a young age, you know, where kids sell sweets or something in primary school that I'm on, I think there's potential for some entrepreneurship here. You know, entrepreneurship is is more technical skill than a talent. So it's you can develop it in children from as young as eight or nine. However, unless the kids actually do something entrepreneurial, it's not something you can see. And whether or not they've got the ability to be entrepreneurs does depend in some part to personality, but I wouldn't say it's a talent. It can be taught. It can be taught. All right. And tell us about the misconceptions um, that people generally have about owning or running a business. Okay. So this is a big one. So what we tend to do a lot of the time is we tend to think that you hear people say things like, I want to resign from my job because I want more time. I want to resign from my job because, you know, I want to relax. I want to have more time. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to travel more. I want to resign from my job because I want to make more money. Whereas the reality of owning a business is exactly the opposite. First things first, as soon as you start owning a business, your working hours double. You go from working eight hours a day to working 16 hours a day. You go from working five days a week to working seven days a week. You know, that's purely because the ownership of a business requires you to be on your toes every single day. You've got customer demands to meet. You've got your operations to run. You've got staff to look after. You've got suppliers to take care of. And you've got the taxman on the other hand who wants a piece of that pie, wants to make sure you're doing, you know, you're checking the right boxes, at least from a compliance perspective. That requires a lot more from you than what's required from a job. From a job, you can just walk in. You know, you don't have to necessarily prepare for every morning you walk in, you get told what to do, you do it, you go home at the end of the day. Whereas if you own a business, you're the person that decides what needs to be done, when it's done, how it's done. And that requires a lot more time and energy than just pitching up. Mm, no, I hear you. And I just want to quote here um, something that you say in the book, which really caught my attention. You say, get the right people around you, get a mentor, hire specialists and join industry or entrepreneur associations, etc. So who is this advice really meant for when we know the realities of being a South African? I mean, starting with the issues of unemployment or money, you know? So that's a great question. So I think the... This book is really aimed at people who've got the means right now. So to expect that someone who's who's living below the breadline to start a business, that's almost virtually impossible because you can't start a business without money. And someone who's unemployed cannot start a business, definitely can't, because they cannot afford the amount of money and the resources that go into starting a business. So the book is aimed at people like you and I, people who've got... <clears throat> 
excuse me, some access to resources. People who can reach out to someone on LinkedIn, people who understand how those platforms work, people who know that on some level, a lot more is going to be required of them to start and build this business. That means automatically that if you come from a very poor household or if your living circumstances are tough, it's going to be much tougher for you to start a business. And what you often find happening is people come from poor households, take all their savings, they resign, they get their retrenchment package or, you know, their retirement package, and they pour all of that into a business. And eight times out of 10, that business fails. These people are plunged back into poverty again. So in that respect, the book is aimed at saying, if you have the resources to start a business, start it. But here's how you do it so that you don't end up back in poverty or you don't get trapped in the poverty cycle. Because there's no business that can be started and run without money. Bootstrapping is an absolute lie. You need to give yourself some time before you start a business so you can plan and organize yourself. Get all the right paperwork and play, get all your resources in place. And on that note, think, Sandy, you know, because, sorry, sorry to cut you, Sandy. So yeah. on that note, where you say bootstrapping yeah, um, sure. is a lie, I actually have a follow-up question from that, right? So I know you mentioned that actually as well yeah, in sure. Chapter 2. Um, and we had a guy here... Tando Makubo as well for our Young Minds in Business. He's all the way from Soweto um, and he owns Soweto Creamery, right? And he was able to start his business with only mm-hmm. the 350 grant, right, from the from the government. Um, and I want to know then, is this an exception? Because his, his um, business grew really rapidly from just that 350 grant. Oh, so that's, a, that's an excellent question and that's a tough question. So... I think you've got to understand the kind of entrepreneurship that Tandu's pursuing, right? So generally, that kind of entrepreneurship is survivalist entrepreneurship. I'm starting this business because I've got absolutely no other resources. But what Tandu will definitely find is, as his business grows, he's going to require a lot more resources than he currently has. Mm. Now, what often tends to happen is, what often tends to happen is, when you see an opportunity, and you put in whatever little money that you've got, you will grow. Definitely you'll see some growth, especially if there's demand for the product. But now there's demand for the product. Now you have to grow your business. Now you've got to hire staff. Now you've got to buy a little bit more equipment. Now you've got to get a place from which to work. Now you've got to get a little bit more supplies from your suppliers. And that's where we come undone. So when we say bootstrapping is a lie, what we're saying is it's not like you can't start a business without money. The problem is when you start it without enough money, at some point you're going to hit a roadblock. And getting over there, over that roadblock, that barrier becomes so tough that most businesses never make it. Mm. Sandy, so, you know, I want to ask this question, really, because we're always interested in the advantages of owning or running a business. And I think we are always um, hearing those. But I'm interested in the opposite. Are there any disadvantages to running or owning a business? A business? Sure. There's so many. Where do we start? (laughs) So I think what, what you've got to understand about owning and running a business is the the only upside to business ownership is at some point in time, you will, number one, realize your dream or your goal, excuse me, which you're pursuing through the ownership of that business. 
And two, if you're lucky, you'll get rich. Those are the only two upsides to owning a business. The opposite is you will get to a point where you lose family and friends. You don't have time. Your health is in jeopardy. You don't sleep enough. You don't go out enough. Mm. You, you are always stressed. You're worried about rent. You're worried about salaries. Your suppliers are threatening to cut you off. If you're not the kind of person who's excited by challenges, do not start and run a business because you don't have what it takes to own and run a business because it's demanding. You know, a lot of people want to, for instance, want to be superstars, play in the best soccer leagues, for instance. However, they're not willing to put in the work, the exercise and the training to get there. Running a business is very similar. You've got to be willing to put in the work. Day in, day out, seven days a week, often eight to 16 hours a day, nonstop. And you can imagine what it's going, what it would be like doing that nonstop for 10, 20, 30 years. Because quite often, that's how long it takes business owners to get rich. It doesn't take two years. It doesn't take three years. It takes much, much longer than that. I'm glad you've mentioned that, um, Sandiso, because I think a lot of people actually come into business with some really superficial expectations, you know, and I don't think any of the disadvantages that you've mentioned are ever considered when wanting to start a business. People are just always looking at really the profits most of the time, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so, so I think what people... Yeah, may, yeah sorry. No, no, I'm listening. Apologies, you can go. go ahead. <laughs> no, you can go. Yes, I'm listening. So I think what people miss is Profits have to be made. How are profits made? Profits made by are made by satisfying a customer need. And you've got to get your pricing right while satisfying that need. Your operations have got to be designed to enable you to satisfy that customer need. You've got to satisfy that customer need continuously for a specific number of customers to allow you to generate profit. Profit just doesn't happen on its own. It makes Seem great. And I think quite often what happens with entrepreneurs is, especially when we start, is people think the money that comes into the business, that's the profit of the business. That's absolutely not the profit of the business. Profit is what you're left with once you've paid for everything, including your own salary. And quite often when you when you factor in all of the costs, you find that most businesses not only don't make money, most businesses are actually in a situation where they are paying their customer to keep running. So the, what it simply means is they lose money from month to month. But because they use their money as it comes in, they don't realize that they lose money. Sandy, so thank you so much for that. You know what I appreciate about this, to be honest, is that to some degree, this serves also as some form of mentorship. So I really, really do um, appreciate your time and availability and also giving us an insight and sharing it also with um, some young minds in business on how really it is important to run a business and what is required. No, thank you for having me. All right. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure indeed. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1 or streams via www.varfm.co.za.